What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. They can help you find work in any industry with just one interview at Express. You have a connection to endless jobs, whether you want a contract job, a new full-time role, or a summer job. Choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has more than 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit expresspros.com today to find a location near you. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. Summer is almost here and I'm so excited to go on vacation with my kids next month. We love going anywhere warm with the beach. I always make packing harder than it needs to be, but this year I'm doing all of my summer shopping at Macy's. I can find everything I need from bathing suits, sandals, summer dresses, shorts, even towels and sunscreen at Macy's. Whether you're packing for a destination vacation or planning a backyard staycation, Macy's has what you need. You can shop top brands like Levi's, Dolce Vita, Lacoste, and more. Shop at Macy's.com slash own your style. Wind Down with Jana Kramer, an iHeartRadio podcast. Okay, welcome back, ladies. 2024, coming in hot. Uh, Hot and out of breath. We got a birthday girl sitting over here. We do. Happy birthday. Thanks, friends. What are you doing to celebrate? What are you doing to celebrate? I actually am being whisked away. When? Locally, tonight. Oh, nice. Where? South Hall. Love. I know. Just a good night away. Good. Are you, you getting a massage? Dinner? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> um, should I not? Or no, I- no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> should I not? I, don't, I can't tell by your face I if know. I want that. I think I want that. But <laughs> they're okay. So, <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> I re- Happy birthday! <laughs> <laughs> uh, tell me. Well, I feel bad <laughs> I don't to know. say it. I go ahead, but. I love that place. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Went with Alan for his birthday. And then I went a time before when I was pregnant with Pam. And I'd gotten a massage. <laughs> you were with Pam and pregnant. Yes. <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> when I was pregnant with Pam. Oh. <laughs> well, you know. Yeah, yeah. And when I got a massage, the, one of the guys, I he huh? b- breathed on me so much. No. And I was like, Kept moving like my, (laughs) (laughs) you know, and at the time I was pregnant, so I wasn't, I don't want people, someone breathing in my face, you know, what it's even not pregnant. I don't want someone breathing in my face. Same, but also I was just even more, I think, high alert to it. But then when I went back and, you know, when you're in the waiting room and I'm thinking to myself, well, I'm not going to get that person because that was a prenatal massage. So like I should be fine. And then this person walks in and I was just like, Okay, maybe he was just having like a stuffy nose that day and wanted to breathe through his mouth and out through his mouth. <laughs> like, maybe he was asthmatic. I, I don't know. I'm trying to give gracious. But like assumption. the whole time it was like like in my face. Like in my face. 
Like there's very few professions that like that really matters. Mm-hmm. That's one of them. But I know they have to breathe. So like how... <laughs> So, but, so then I, but, but then my entire massage, I'm thinking, well, how else would he be doing it? Because I'm like, right. But I'm just trying to think I've never noticed breathing before. Like maybe it's just really close. Like, are they usually that close where you can feel their breath on you? I've had a lot of massages and I don't. I know. I can't think. I, that's never been an issue. Uh-uh. Well, because he w- or this person went up like from <laughs> underneath my back. Oh, I do love that though. And then, but so this person's <laughs> face was very close to then mm. my face. And it was like, <sighs> And I was just like, (laughs) (laughs) is your face covered or your eyes, but not your, yeah. Yeah. So I just, Hmm. were you just so thankful when it was like donut FaceTime and you could just (laughs) flip over (laughs) breathe away back there, big guy. Oh, (laughs) but anyways, it's so, that's a great place. I'm glad he's taking you away. (laughs) Yeah, it's good. What happened this morning? What do you mean? You said you didn't sleep. You and you and Kat were (laughs) out. Oh, Uh, You guys, my sweet redneck husband, I knew he was up to something. I could hear him like really wrestling around in the kitchen. And we always do birthday (laughs) breakfast table. That's just like our little family thing. So you wake up and the table's always big, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like balloons or whatever. And like, it's like almost midnight. And I'm like hearing all the wrestling around. I cannot figure out what's going on. I hear the garage door. I hear it close. I hear it open. I hear it close. I hear the, like the boom, 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 boom of like balloons, like hitting each other. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, okay, he's busy. Okay, Webster's here. He's got his little flotation devices. I'm like, okay, that's fine. Then all of a sudden, I hear the biggest pop, like a gunshot. He has popped a balloon. He has a helium tank. (laughs) I don't even know where he got all of this in the garage. And then I got nervous about like heat and cold and gas. And I just was going back through like my science lessons. I'm like, is something bad going to happen in our garage? Like I just couldn't. Anyways, Kat and I (laughs) met on Instagram at midnight. She was like, like over here, like, how am I supposed to go to bed now? Because over the break, we just go to bed late. I mean, I got older kids. We go to bed late. We sleep in later, you know? And so I'm like sitting here and I'm like, so I'm just like scrolling. I'm like, I gotta go to bed. I gotta, and then you were posting. (laughs) I was busy. (laughs) Happy birthday to everybody. (laughs) I love you. Well, the balloon thing made me think when, because we do the same thing. I have balloons for the kids. Yeah. Or, you know, and Alan had beautiful 40 balloons for me. And so when it was his birthday, I'm like, well, I'm gonna get him balloons too, but I'm gonna be really stealthy about it, right? So he's not even going to know I'm going to get the balloons because I'm going to be home, obviously, with the babes. So I sent Maggie out. And Maggie's a girl that sometimes um, helps when when she's not working. And and so I was like, hey, Maggie, can you do me a huge favor today? Do you mind running to Party City and grabbing some balloons? And then when Alan's in his office, I'm going to have you bring the balloons into the secret room closet so he can't see them. Well, I guess his meeting ended soon. And so there's Alan in the garage. I'm coming out and I just see Maggie walking up <laughs> the driveway with 43 balloons. And I'm like, Maggie, no. <laughs> Cancel Maggie. Abort no. the mission, Maggie. Oh. Go back. Go, go back. back. But it's like, you know, the, the, she's halfway up the she's driveway, halfway up which, the driveway. Is awful. which is why I've been out of breath for the last five minutes. Yeah. And so then, you know, he walks, I was like, turn around. And so it was ruined at that point. <laughs> just, just turn around. So I was like, okay, fine. Just keep walking up. You I know. can't. You guys, happy 43. I literally looked at Preston. He got in bed and I said, I really love you and party city will never hire you. And he was like, that's really just fair. That's just fair. Oh, that's funny. Oh, guys, happy 24. We've done it. Do you I guys, know. are you guys doing any resolutions this year? I mean, I don't necessarily do resolutions, but like I try to like, do you pick a word? No. Mm. I just kind of like, I mean, I guess they're resolutions. I just don't, you know, I just start trying to get my life in order. These I feel are my like priorities for are getting your life in order, Kat. I'm trying. 
Kat, tell everybody what you did twice yesterday. <laughs> I walked. Glad <laughs> you, friend. Hey, it was like 20 degrees, first of all. No, it was like 30. But your um, health is seems to be a resolution this year. Yeah. And honestly, I really started last year really making a lot of changes that I just wasn't very vocal about, but just trying with my diet and walking more. I mean, I've been walking at home more, but like to take two walks in one day is not something when that I would like normally so do. Cold out. Yeah. But um also been taking the dog and he's like a really good dog and he's kind of fun to like train and work with and stuff. So that's yeah. been kind of fun. Awesome. Um, but yeah, so health stuff and like spending more time in the word and, you know, just stuff like that. Just that everything that I feel like just goes, you know, it's just easy when you get busy and everything just, I'm like, okay, everything busy. is busy, but like I can schedule this out and I can make it work. Yes, but, you can. Yeah. I love that. I'm so proud of you. What about y'all? Yeah. You like to schedule. You're good at scheduling. I do like to schedule. So we're doing something really fun this year that I kind of want to challenge you guys to do too. Okay. And everyone else that's listening. <laughs> it's been really fun. So sometimes your idea of fun and my idea of fun tiny different. You'll like this one. I okay. Think. Okay. She won't probably. Oh, okay. But we'll I hope see. you like it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So for resolutions, I obviously every year I've been writing on my pad outside on or not what work wherever we write it, but um, on Christmas, no, on New Year's Eve, I write all the goals. I look back on the years before going, okay, well, you know, have I crossed that off yet? Or do I still, is that still a goal or whatever? And then kind of what's in and out, what I'm taking for the next year and when I'm leaving. But when I, I also do with Alan and I, we did a relationship one. So personally, what we want for our relationship and kind of goals for us. And so we wrote on there, we said, you know, to challenge each other because we want to, you know, challenge each other to be the best version of ourselves, blah, blah, blah. So I go, well, wouldn't it be really cool since it's hard for us sometimes to do our own uh, New Year's resolutions, what if we challenge each other every month? So on the first of every month for a week, we have to challenge our partner to do something every day for one week of that month. So, and then it changes and you, you can, so you can, so I, I would say to Catherine, okay, um, well, I'll just, I'll just tell you ours. So for the month of January, so for the one week in January from you know, January 1st to January 7th, he has to do what I say. Now it's not like a have sex with me every day. Right, you know right. what I mean? Like it has yeah. to be something that helps them grow or helps that or, or, you know, if I'll just tell you about ours. So, <laughs> cause it'll make sense. So his is, he has to pray at dinner over the food for one week, every dinner meal. I love, I love it. Yeah. And his for me is, Every morning I have to wake up and say to him, I'm an amazing mom. I'm an amazing, like I have to, which I struggle saying yeah. certain things. And so I have to say that every day for a week. Did you do that it? Month. I have done it. Well, it's only, well, let's see, we're on day, <laughs> we're on day three. So yeah, I can't I've say done that it. either. It's hard. I started crying when he, he, he wrote yeah. it down. He goes, I, I want you to say this every single morning. And I just started crying. And I was like, I don't think I'm gonna be able to do that. And he's you like, don't you have, have to pray over dinner. Yeah. I take it back. I take it back. I take it back. God is good. God is great. I was for a good amen. <laughs> great. But it was sweet because that's something that he knows that I need to work on. Mm-hmm. And then I've seen, then there's things that I, you know, I, I will do something motivational for him to say probably in the next mm-hmm. couple months where the area that I need, that I know he needs maybe some guidance or not guidance, but some support around. So I don't know. I think it's I just like it. a really cool thing as a couple to like do together, it. but also 
I'm going to try a version of it. Okay. I am married to someone who will not do things in order like that. Got it. He's not a coach with the whiteboard, but I see where this is, and he doesn't have a laptop in his lap right now. But I do think we can do something similar. I'm like, I'm going to edit. Right. But I love this. Yeah. And I think it's great because it's I'll not have the time full today. month. It's not every day. It's the first of the month for a week. And then maybe it becomes a habit. Who knows? Right. I'm, every morning, I'm not going to wake up saying that thing, even though I should, because it'll help motivate me and whatever. But well, maybe you will kind of And yourself. I don't think he'll pray every meal, but at least it's getting comfortable with maybe praying or comfortable affirming myself. Mm-hmm. So things like that. Well, I think it's just good too, because you've got someone else. Like it's not just what you think that you need to work on. Right. Or not even work on, but that would be helpful to for grow. yourself to grow yeah. or whatever. It's someone else's that, that who's with you all the time who right. sees what might be beneficial for you. Right. Like I like I, that. I think maybe the next month, and then since he doesn't listen, I'll say it, but he doesn't ever take a break. Because yeah. he's always working so hard. Yeah. Like every day you have to do something for a mm-hmm. week for yourself for one hour. That's mine And it cannot involve work. It has yeah. to be sitting still or watching or just something. Yeah. And, and yeah. So anyways, but we have some amazing guests coming on. Do you watch? Oh, House? I'm excited. Okay. <laughs> I'm excited. We, uh, we've got Jackie and Jennifer coming on. They've got a podcast called The Two J's. Uh, two Jersey, two Jersey Jays. They're housewives on uh, Real Housewives of Jersey. So let's take a break and then get them on. Hey there. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is celebrating by highlighting some cool AAPI-owned brands like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. I mean, I love that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. It's important. But you know what? The best reason to check out these brands is that they're just really awesome. Seriously, you need to check them out. And you know what else? You have a great opportunity to open up access to college for AAPI students and help them succeed by donating to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. You can donate online or just round up your purchase at Macy's when you check out. So do what you can to help. Join Macy's and round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA scholars. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. You wake up with a sore throat and a low grade fever. You know you're getting sick. Your choices are, well, get sicker and miss work, hope to see a doctor this week, or sit hours in a crowded urgent care waiting room. Nope, not me. I have a smarter option because listen, as a mom, we cannot afford to get sick. So therefore moms, I got something for you. My medical emergency kit. When you get your own medical emergency kit, you just match your symptoms to the doctor-recommended prescription in your kit. No waiting to see the doctor. You get well faster. This is not a first aid kit. It's like having an urgent care in your home. It includes doctor-prescribed meds to treat over 39 medical issues like COVID, strep throat, pneumonia, all kinds of infections, including UTIs and many more. Plus a doctor's guide so you'll know exactly which med to take and how. As a working mom of three, like I said, I cannot afford to get sick and I definitely don't have hours to spend in the urgent care waiting room. My medical emergency kit brings me peace of mind. It makes me feel so much better knowing I can be prepared for whatever might come up. And also with a young little baby, I got to stay healthy. I recently used the anti-nausea medication included in the kit. I was shocked by how much better I felt after taking it. 
The instructions in the kit are super clear and easy to understand, and I'm so glad I have my medical emergency kit on hand. Every home should have at least one medical emergency kit. Order yours online in minutes. Your kit will be rushed to your door. Get 15% off at twc.health slash Jana and use promo code Jana. That's promo code Jana at twc.health slash Jana. So I've recently got some boots in the mail that I had to try because I'm a boot girl. I love boots, but wow, I'm never going back to Kova's, you guys. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots and Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert. Tacova's has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, their direct-to-consumer pricing keeps value on your feet and money in your pocket. Stop by our local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores have leather and custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's Tacovas, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and find your new favorite pair of boots. Hi. 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 Hi, guys. Oh, look oh, at there you. There they are. J1, J2. Hi. Nice to oh, meet you. Fun. I'm so excited. Oh, girls, I love it. So are we. You guys are adorable. Um, Thank you for coming on. Uh, I love that, that we're all on iHeart and you've got a podcast, Two Jersey Jays, which is so fun. And the last couple episodes, you know, you guys have really put it out there in, in very authentic ways. And so we appreciate that. Uh, very you. much. Oh, and a lot you. of the topics too, we, we talk about on here. And um, so, yeah, so we're just, we're happy to have you on. So thank you. Well, we are big fans as well. Mutual admiration. Thank you. <laughs> so we were actually talking about, uh, you know, uh, New Year's resolutions and, and health and prioritizing um, our health and what we're doing. And we're, Kat and I are actually starting a are you going to do it with us? Pam's program? I am not. Okay. I'm doing my own. We've got a friend that grows abs in her sleep right now. She's incredible. <laughs> and I'm just a little bit maybe behind. So maybe I'll catch the next cycle. No, no, no. Stop. But you you guys both have been very open about your journey, um, you know, with with a weight loss and then struggling with um, with an eating disorder. So first of all, is that something that even though there's, how do I say this? There's they're different, but they're still the same with um, struggles. So is that something that you guys have come together on um, with that? Yeah, I think that we um, can appreciate more um, the struggles that each other has because we've had, we've each had our own. So Jen hasn't had the eating disorder that I've had, but she's mm -hmm. had her own issues with, with weight and eating disorders, a totally different one. So um, because of our, our shared history, with both struggling, you know, with this weird relationship with food and body image, um, I think we can appreciate what the other one is going through. Yeah, they definitely, we have our, you know, eating disorders take all different kinds of forms. And I think just like a lot of like addictions or like an anxiety disorder versus a 
depression. It's all sort of under the same umbrella, right? But it may not take the exact same direction. So in my 20s, up into my early 30s, I was severely bulimic. Um, and Jackie never really struggled with bulimia as much as anorexia. So Jen, so are you are you currently on Ozempic or you've taken yes. it before? So, well, um, semi-glutide. Okay. So I have several, yeah, I have several friends that take a form of it. I mean, I've got friends who've lost over a hundred pounds. I mean, that swear by it, you know, couldn't get off of it just because it's changed their life so much from being overweight their entire life. Um, But I, on the flip side where Jackie has spoken out about, you know, I always worry about the likelihood of that turning into an eating disorder and I know, Jackie, you've kind of spoken about that, but tell us a little bit your thoughts on that. Because like, I worry about my friends. I'm like, at what point do you literally have to stay on it for the rest of your life mm-hmm. and you just hardly ever eat or you come off and then you're like, oh, wait, you have to starve yourself. Like, how do you feel about that? Yeah, well, I feel um, I have a number of concerns. So I understand why people would be on it. And I think it's wonderful for people who have you know, binge eating disorder or who are obese and and really need this medication to change their life. Um, What makes me nervous is, you know, I have skin in the game when it comes to eating disorders. I know how they destroy your life. I know how they creep into every aspect of your life. So my concern is that, you know, this drug hasn't been around for that long for non-diabetic patients. So we don't really know how it affects your body when you don't have diabetes. So my concern is that in a few years from now, they're going to start seeing side effects. They didn't see it first. And people are going to have to go off these drugs. And what then? You're going to have all these people who are suddenly going to wake up and realize that they want to stay thin and they don't know how to do that now without these drugs. And you're going to have all of these people with newly formed eating disorders. That's that's one concern of mine. And also, when you're taking these drugs and you're, you know, your appetite is a, a fraction of what it was, when you're going for your like one meal a day or however much you're eating, most people that I know who are on these drugs are not looking for like a well-balanced like broccoli and protein and ratio to carb and fiber. They're eating like whatever they feel like eating because they can for the first time in their life. And so you're having a lot of people with a severe amount of muscle loss and a lot of malnutrition that's going to start to show in, you know, a few months, a year from now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, and that's that's kind of what I've seen from my friends is the same, like the food that they are eating is not nutritious. And I mean, I'm very guilty of eating not the best foods. Um and I'm, you know, I, I don't eat the healthiest, but that would, that's my concern when they come off of it. So Jennifer, so how do you, do you try to eat just balanced? So when you, do you right. plan on coming off of it? Like what's your plan with it? Um, so, well, firstly, I'm not, a, I'm not really scared of the long-term effects. I, for whatever reason, I think medications come out when they're approved for weight loss. Um, I kind of, I'm going to trust the FDA, maybe that's naive. I'm not saying that it's not. It's just where I come from. Um, so I'm not really that concerned about the long-term effects. And I plan on staying on it. Yeah, I, my dosage is lower than it used to be. But I'm not in a hurry to come off it. I had um, an issue with it at the beginning because I was doing what you described. I was eating, for the first time in my life, I was eating, surviving on bagels and pizza 
and not really losing weight, but also having this freedom, right? Like I, I never got to do that my entire life. The obsession and the noise in my head over what I was eating and how much of it and how much I should loathe myself for it. It was just always there. So for the first time, I, those, that the noise quieted down and I could eat what I wanted, still lose weight and not binge in the way that I had my whole life. But I, that's, those are not the instructions that come along with these medications. And there are specific instructions like, you know, change your, change your habits. You've got to drink water because sometimes there are issues. Um, there are gastrointestinal issues and tip. My doctor said, take me or last. I ignored all of it. And I had an issue with my bowel and it was not pleasant at all. Having said that, I'm still on it. I have not had an issue because now I am doing things very differently just in terms of, and I'm eating the way that I eat now is not, um, the way I ate when I was on, I mean, there's so many diets, Weight Watchers or keto. What The way that I eat now is maybe more how a naturally thin person eats, but also a conscious thin person. So, you know, I may have, I don't know, a bagel in the morning, but now I'm making short lunch to have vegetables and fiber and protein because you also do lose muscle. Jack, Jackie's right. Mm -hmm. So I'm, you know, I enjoyed that, that first part of it where I was like, wow, you know, party time, I can eat whatever I want. It's different now. And I'm much more conscious of it than I was. I have heard from a lot of people that the relationship with food has changed. But so I don't know how it's working for like in your inner circle. But I think the biggest issue that I have like kind of come to understand here, because I really did dive into this. So I too struggled with bulimia for like a lot of years. I think I think you're right. It's associated with anxiety, the control for me always, right? Like I could be the boss of that when I could be the boss of nothing. Um, but I started really researching it because we like, especially in like the, my husband's in the music industry, I've seen a lot of it in our music industry specifically. I started to understand that there's just a lot of people going and being injected by people that maybe aren't qualified maybe to give the injections or not doing like proper blood work to know if there even is any sort of like resistance to insulin or whatever to see if it even works for your body. So I've had a lot of friends be really super sick for weeks at a time. Yeah. Did the person that's administering it to you, like, did you do any of the blood work? Did they kind of go over all of that with you? I did it at the beginning and I still do it every month. So there, yeah. I mean, I, I go to someone who is a person that I see um, is a physician's assistant but in contact with the physician. So I always have to go and, and I have, I stand on that thing where you put your thumbs like this and it measures mm -hmm. your body fat and your muscle mass. And then I get my blood drawn to, you know, see what the levels are. I'm also 55 years old. So I'm in menopause and I'm taking, um, through the same office, I'm taking hormones. So that's really heavily regulated as well. So I'm constantly just giving my blood out all the time. <laughs> well, and the testosterone too does change like testosterone imbalance and estrogen imbalance. Like it does change our metabolism so much. I know that personally right now we're postpartum six months and they just did the blood draw and the hormones are like helping me metabolize differently too, which is crazy. Right. Right. Well, you know what scares me though is, is like, you know, b because of my history, I'm looking at this a little bit differently and I'm looking ahead and saying, so where are we going? You know, like every day there's more and more people on this. Is it one day going to be completely unacceptable to be overweight because there are all these drugs at your fingertips? Is it going to be okay for like 
I've got a 13 year old daughter. Like if she starts to hate her body and sees everybody in the world on these drugs, losing weight, you know, they're currently in review with the FDA to be uh, approved for minors. Like what mm. then? Like, so, so what one day everybody's going to be skinny and, and it's going to be unacceptable to be overweight. And you're going to have to give up your like healthy relationship with food in order to fit in. I just, it scares me where it's going because I just went through this, overwhelming recovery to land back on this side of things and just to see the whole world going in a different direction. Which I a hundred percent, I, everything mm-hmm. that Jackie says, I mean, that's why we can have this discussion because I respect everything she's saying as I think she does. Yes. I have to say, mm-hmm. and I totally get where she's coming from. I also see it as there's so many morbidly obese people who have not been able to get relief from that addiction of compulsive overeating. Right. That's not who I'm talking about though. Yeah. So, I mean, but you can differentiate, like, let's say that everybody's going to get thinner as opposed to everyone. There's so many that are, or, or people that are like myself. I am, um, I come from eating disorder. I'm a, I'm a big drinker. I've talked about this quite a bit. And I, back when years ago, I'd actually even checked myself into an outpatient program because I was really worried about my relationship with alcohol. And I was that sort of mommy juice thing that was going on. Um, And I haven't felt like that in a long time, but since I've started taking uh, semi-glutide, I feel almost like an aversion to it. I don't, I'm not interested in on a nightly basis, pouring wine um, or really wine at all for whatever reason, I still drink. Um, but it's so much different than it was. And now they are saying that it it's really going to help with addiction, I hope. I get your point though, Jackie, because I feel like even Kat, you struggled with wanting and it's like, Kat, I think you look great. You know, and it's like, why do you think you have to be skinny or like, or because it's like you, you're like, you look great. My problem is, is I feel, I agree with, but both of y'all are saying. Same. <laughs> like yeah. legitimately both of y'all completely. Like I would love to get on it cut my appetite in half because I have a huge appetite. When I want to eat, I want to eat bad. And, in th- you know, but on the other hand, I think of my daughters and I think of this is not what I would ever, ever want for them. And I don't want a world where everyone is just has to be skinny. Like, guess what? Like, you know, everyone has different bodies. But I also see my friends who were two, 300 pounds who needed to lose that 100 plus. You know, so it's like, that's my struggle is I agree just wholeheartedly with what both of y'all are saying. Mm -hmm. And so I've just, I mean, I'm not on it. I haven't gotten on it, but I'm also not against getting on it, you know? So we like that. We like when you guys agree with both of us. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I genuinely do. Most people (laughs) see both sides of this. Most people do. And that's the struggle is you don't want to want it, but a lot of people Mm -hmm. do. I appreciate you sharing, well, both of you guys too, but Jennifer, I feel like a lot of people go, oh my gosh, they, how did they lose that weight? Yeah. And, and it's like you being vocal about it going, okay, yes, I had help and I'm changing my habits. But right. when we right. look at people in the media going, man, they lost that weight so fast. And like, what am I doing wrong? And then you start to doubt mm-hmm. yourself. And, but then it's like, hey, if you, you're saying you're being vocal about something and then it's like, oh, okay, they had help too. Mm-hmm. Well, the flip side is like these wrinkles don't go away by themselves. Right. I oh, do Botox. Right. So, you but, know what I mean? Like, shoot me so up. But I do <laughs> think the flip side of that is now anytime anyone loses a substantial amount of yes. weight, we just assume they're lying. There's My no way he lost weight. And everyone thinks that he's on like yeah. some injection. And I'm like, no, he's actually just 
finally at almost 50, like cleaning up his diet and eating correctly. And, you know, men, you know, always lose it fast anyways. It's so obnoxious. But Jackie and I were talking about in our last podcast, it was about plastic surgery. And it was about this attitude that like, you know, before you have plastic surgery, you should try everything, right? So Mm -hmm. let's say you want a tummy tuck. You shouldn't, you should first try to exercise or that's sort of like, right? The popular belief is that try exercise, try dieting. And if you just have the skin left, let's say from the pregnancy, then maybe it's okay to have a tummy tuck. There's this whole thing about like deserving plastic surgery. So people I think tend to lie about it because for whatever reason, there's this pervasive feeling in this country that, you know, it's, you're doing something sneaky and wrong. Right. It feels like that for me about Ozempic too. And I don't, for whatever reason, I'll tell you every plastic surgery I've had, and we would need a lot of time for me to cover those. <laughs> but I'll also tell you about Ozempic. I don't have a lot of shame around these things, but I think that people think that the easy way out is the wrong way out. I don't, mm-hmm. I like the easy mm-hmm. way out. Hey there. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is celebrating by highlighting some cool AAPI-owned brands like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. I mean, I love that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. It's important. But you know what? The best reason to check out these brands is that they're just really awesome. Seriously, you need to check them out. And you know what else? You have a great opportunity to open up access to college for AAPI students and help them succeed by donating to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. You can donate online or just round up your purchase at Macy's when you check out. So do what you can to help. Join Macy's and round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA scholars. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. You wake up with a sore throat and a low grade fever. You know you're getting sick. Your choices are, well, get sicker and miss work. Hope to see a doctor this week or sit hours in a crowded urgent care waiting room. Nope, not me. I have a smarter option because listen, as a mom, We cannot afford to get sick. So therefore, moms, I got something for you. My medical emergency kit. When you get your own medical emergency kit, you just match your symptoms to the doctor-recommended prescription in your kit. No waiting to see the doctor. You get well faster. This is not a first aid kit. It's like having an urgent care in your home. It includes doctor-prescribed meds to treat over 39 medical issues like COVID, strep throat, pneumonia, all kinds of infections, including UTIs and many more. Plus a doctor's guide so you'll know exactly which med to take and how. As a working mom of three, like I said, I cannot afford to get sick and I definitely don't have hours to spend in the urgent care waiting room. My medical emergency kit brings me peace of mind. It makes me feel so much better knowing I can be prepared for whatever might come up. And also with a young little baby, I got to stay healthy. I recently used the anti-nausea medication included in the kit. I was shocked by how much better I felt after taking it. The instructions in the kit are super clear and easy to understand. And I'm so glad I have my medical emergency kit on hand. Every home should have at least one medical emergency kit. Order yours online in minutes. Your kit will be rushed to your door. Get 15% off at twc.health slash Jana and use promo code Jana. That's promo code Jana at twc.health slash Jana.
So I've recently got some boots in the mail that I had to try because I'm a boot girl. I love boots, but wow, I'm never going back to Kova's you guys. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots and Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert. Tacova's has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, their direct-to-consumer pricing keeps value on your feet and money in your pocket. Stop by our local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores have leather and custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's Tacovas, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and find your new favorite pair of boots. Jackie, I want to ask you one more question in the, in the health space, uh, because I'm seven weeks postpartum and I stopped weighing myself probably about, I don't know, uh, gosh, I used it as a control method to stay under a certain number. And when I'd go over that number, I mean, I would be depressed all day long. I wouldn't eat. I, until I got back and it could be a 0.5 or one pound difference. I mean, that's water, you know? And I know that in my right brain, like I'm very well aware that that number is, you know, one pound is not a big deal, but I mean, I would be so depressed that entire day. So I got a scale again because when I was pregnant, I wanted to know how much I was gaining. So then post pregnancy for the past seven weeks, I mean, I got to the place again where I've been addicted to going, okay, I want to get back to my pre-pregnancy weight. But then now I'm like, oh, well, let's see how, if I can go back to even before the pre-pre-pregnancy of like when I was, you know, pregnant with my first child. And I was like, oh, this is, this is, this is the piece that's like not, not good. I'm like, I got to either get rid of the scale, but I'm like, I don't want to yet. Cause I want to, but so I'm just like, what do you, what would you tell someone that kind of, cause I mean, I don't think I have a, I, I know I don't, but I also, I think I have a little control and yeah. a little, I want to get back to feeling good and looking good. And, but the number for some reasons always messed me. The scale is such a loaded issue for me because for a really long time. So I've been in recovery now for um, like a little over two years and the first year and a half of it, my like party line was that like my hard line was that I am not weighing myself ever because I can't hate a number that I don't know. And like you, I was, so addicted to like every half pound would set me off in a different direction. And when I was really sick, it was very obsessive for me. The rituals that went into weighing myself, I had to feel thin. I couldn't have one extra ounce on my body. Everyone had to leave me alone in my room for like a half an hour. I had to do several different weigh-ins on several different areas of the floor. It was like sick and too much. And so I still have not weighed myself since May of 2021. But I have lately been having a lot of conversations with my dietitian and therapist who I still speak to once a week each about getting back on the scale and they both think it it's a it's a horrible idea but I feel like I want to know 
Um, just something in me wants to know how much I've gained and wants to see what happens because I'm at this place where I'm about like 75% recovered and I have this 25% of these old habits that I'm scared to let go of. Nothing anorexia. I am not anorexic anymore. I don't restrict like that anymore. There's just things that I'm scared of. And a big overriding fear is gaining too much weight if I like let go of certain habits because I've already gained a fair amount of weight. So I feel like if I weigh myself, I could stay on top of that. But um, I haven't because my dietitian and my therapist think that it's a horrific idea. They said that um, it's almost like a relapse, right? Yeah. Like people who have been addicted to the scale like that, um, they don't tend to just like let go of all those addictions, you know, because they've moved on in life. Like it's I've had such an unhealthy relationship with the scale. They're scared of me like adding back issues into my life by, mm-hmm. you know, by focusing on a number instead of on how I feel. Do you think that 25% is what wants you on the scale or is it the 75% that is challenging that you are recovered? That's a really good question. I think Mm -hmm. that if I was truly recovered and in a really healthy place, I wouldn't need to know a number. So I think Mm -hmm. it's the 25% of sickness that's left. I just resonate so much with what, I mean, what both of you are saying. It's crazy. I, so I worked out really, really hard after I had my son five years ago, it was the first time I've always been a, and I, this is, I sometimes feel like shame saying this, but I've always been a, a fairly like thin person. I've always been a runner, pretty thin boned, like, you know. Um, and then after my son, I really just needed muscle because he was such a meatball. I could barely carry him without my back hurting. So then I got kind of in the workout space and I started gaining muscle. I'd never had muscle in my life. And this is, so I had muscle and felt pretty good about my body, which I think is what got me pregnant again. Cause I was feeling all up in myself But then after we had this baby, I've lost so much muscle because I had like a tailbone issue with delivery. And I have to tell you, this is the first time in my life I don't take people say that I look thin and it's not a compliment to me. It's actually Mm -hmm. like angering me Mm -hmm. because I had worked so hard to be in a healthy space and be like toned and I felt so strong and I've never felt strong and I don't feel strong right now. And so it's like defeating to me when I hear thin. So I identify so much with your 7525 in that that I'm like you know there's a part of me that's like oh that's like something I haven't heard in forever mm-hmm. and then I'm like well what, did people think I was fat before you know <laughs> and then there's this other part of me that is like angry because I'm like no man I worked my ass off for that you know mm-hmm. I worked my ass off to have an ass for once in my life it's so frustrating yeah. and yeah. in this world that we live in where you just can't it's like hard to just be content having a healthy, beautiful body, no matter what that looks like. You know, and my husband says to me, he's like, why can't you just go by how your clothes fit you? But, you know, the the 20 years of anorexia left me with a fair amount of body dysmorphia. So I never feel like my clothes are not tight. Even when they're loose, I put them on. I'm like, wait, is this tight? Does that feel tight? Mm. Did this fit me like this last week? So I can't, I can't go by that either. And I, I just, some, some parts of me want just some kind of measure so that I can like weigh myself and be like, okay, nothing this week and move on. But I know that's not the way I work. I know that if I gain weight, it's going to ruin my day, my week, my month, you know? So I'm just worried about what might happen if I get on that scale. What is your biggest, what would you say is your biggest discovery when you did recovery for the eating disorder? Like what did you- For both of you. Yeah, was there anything like sneaky maybe that you didn't think would be a reason you were doing what you're doing and you were like, whoa, and blown away by discovering that? 
unlike Jackie, I didn't sort of like address it head on and seek out help and get a therapist. Honestly, I had kids and the guilt from going into the bathroom to throw up overwhelmed me. And I just, I don't know, it just all of a sudden, I just couldn't do it anymore. And my weight went up and down. And I just still couldn't bear the thought of of having these kids outside the bathroom and doing this horrible thing, you know, to myself. Um, And I'm not saying I think that's what happened. I, you know, I'm not, I don't know for sure. But the bulimia sort of stopped when I had my babies. And but the compulsive overeating has gone on for years. And I had little instances in my 30s, but the binge eating has been an issue and never stopped. Um, Like my friends would laugh about it. We'd be together and I just wouldn't stop eating to the point where it didn't matter. I don't even, I didn't even know what full would, I didn't even know what full felt like. Right. And then the other side of that, and then the next day would be starvation. But anyway, which is another form of bulimia I'm going on. I don't know how I sort of stopped that purging. I think it was just for whatever reason, I got lucky once I had kids. I don't know what I discovered either, except that it sucks. Like you guys, well, who knows? Somebody there said that they were bulimic. I was, yeah, yeah through college. It sucks, right? It's just so violent and horrible. And so punishing. And so punishing. For me, um, there was a lot of things I discovered. I mean, my entire life was about starvation. So um, when I started eating again, I was like a child, you know? So I guess one of the things that really amazed me was I used to do this thing when I was anorexic where I would try to subsist on like the lowest calorie food I could all day. So I was constantly hungry and I was constantly working to shut down my hunger, but like I would eat like lettuce out of the bag as a meal or like an apple was like an indulgence. So I was constantly hungry and I was constantly chasing hunger. So now I know this sounds so simplistic, but if you ever had an eating disorder, you can relate to this. I, when I eat a meal and it's, you know, it's, it's very foreign to me to eat a high calorie meal and then to feel full and stay full. And it amazes me. So if I go out to like a lunch and I eat, you know, more than I ever would have still not a crazy meal, but to be full for like five, six hours after that and not think about where's my next meal and what am I going to eat? And I'm so hungry is still an amazing like feeling to me to feel full and not have to eat between meals. That's number one. Also, there was a lot of foods that I hadn't tried ever because I started dieting when I was in high school. So um, I had never had a lot of foods that are like totally normal to other people. So I am eating them for the first time in my entire life. And I thought that there are some foods that I thought that I would absolutely love that I was like, all right, not great. And other foods that I just cannot get enough of that I am like, where have you been all my life? <laughs> like what? Um, like I went to dinner with my friends a few weeks ago and then um, we all ordered dessert and um, I had a cannoli for the first time in my life uh. and I thought it was just okay. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. I thought that the gel was kind of dry and the cream was like <laughs> fine, but like, you didn't have a good one then. 
No, that's this so is the best. <laughs> and my that's friends at the so table funny. were like, I don't think these are the best cannolis. And I said, well, I have nothing to compare it to. So um, <laughs> that's so funny. But like I ate a tuna fish sandwich and I like almost cried. I mean, it was like the best thing I've ever had in my life. I could eat tuna fish for mayonnaise. Mayonnaise and put some extra pickles on there with mm. a little relish. It's so good. <laughs> I will say I semi-relate to that because I'd never had a chocolate croissant because I'm like, oh, this is too high in calories. So when I went to London... Last year, it's the first time I ever had a chocolate croissant. And I was just like, this is the best thing I've ever had in my entire life. And I was like, anytime I go to Starbucks, I'm like, chocolate croissant, please. (laughs) Warmed up. (laughs) Thank you. Thanks. (laughs) Okay. So thank you guys, obviously, for being vulnerable. And and that's what you guys listening are going to be able to hear on their Two Jersey Jays podcast. Uh, But I want to talk a little bit about the housewives, too, because you guys are friends of on the Jersey Housewives Now, while I'm listening to all of this and knowing how people are, especially fans of that show, is there a piece of you that's worried about how that might affect you mentally with everything that you guys also struggle with too? Because where, I I don't know, for me, I'm like, okay, I I struggle with anxiety or depression at times. I'm like, I'm thinking, all right, if I'm on this show and then I'm getting either hate or comments, I just feel like that would feed my Mm -hmm. struggles. Yeah, it does. I mean, honestly, I've been, I've suffered with anxiety for years. I've been on medication for what, 25 years, maybe even a little bit more. So anxiety comes with being, uh, being on the housewives. You can't escape it. No one does. Right, Jack. I don't think anyone escapes it, but also just the, 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 the awareness of your physicality, right? Like I went on I, this is only my set. Jackie knows a lot more about this than I do. She's been on a lot longer, but, you know, doing my first season, seeing myself back, um, you know, the criticisms in my head. And I was always, after the first season, I got a facelift and a nose job, but that was coming. That was, I had been interviewing doctors for five years before I ever being on the housewives was ever even a thought. Um, but certainly it adds, a, a pressure, right? You to look a certain way. I mean, these women don't play. They keep themselves together. A lot of them are my age and across the board, across all the franchises. I mean, I was watching um Ultimate Girls Trip, the leg no, the legacy one. I don't know if you guys watch. Oh yeah. Anyway, yeah. the women are do you guys watch? I do. Yeah. Their bodies, these are women are mm-hmm. some are even older than me. Their bodies are insane. And of yeah. course, that leads to comparison. And when you're on it, you get a lot of um, like I got a lot of like she looks like a man, or uh-huh. her ears are weird, um, old hag, and people are mean. People are so mean. Yeah, like you literally. I can't I even believe you're 55. Like oh. I was like, would you want to send me the list of things you've been up to? Because I, I mean, you're just beautiful. Thank both you. of you are Thank just you. so. Yeah. Credit goes to Dr. Sam Risk, just saying. <laughs> no. Yeah, but your energies are so great and you're just you. like, people are just ruthless. Oh yeah, I could never do it. But either way, you're like, sign up, let's do it. <laughs> you know, still. I, my first few years on the show were really rough and I read all the comments and everything, but now I've settled into a place where it's very different. The show is very different for me now. Um, first of all, it did help me recover. So um, it's a, a total twist to the story, but I don't think I would have recovered if I was the only one holding myself accountable. So having the show so that I could do this on a public stage was 
really helpful to me. Um, but I have also, you know, I've been on this for six years and um, friend or no friend, the, the social media stays the same. Um, I've learned to stop reading the comments. I don't, I don't check social media that much anymore. I mean, I still do, but I'm not as like crazy with it. Um, I've kind of tried to just find, find a place in the show that feels good for me. I like being a friend for now. I don't know what'll happen in the, the future, but um, the friend role I think is a little easier on your life, gives you more space to step away from the social media and the, you know, um, it can become all encompassing. So if you, if you find a way to step back from it a little bit, I think that's really helpful. Yeah. And was it hard on your marriage, Jackie, going through all of that, obviously, that one couple season, seasons? That one season was very hard on my marriage. Well, my husband didn't want to do the show at first. So the very mm-hmm. beginning was a little bit hard. And then he realized it wasn't so bad and we settled in. And then we had two really fun seasons. And then my third season was really, really hard. And we are not fighters. We don't fight with each other. We love having like a really happy household. And we we were fighting. Like we, he was upset. He was pissed. Um, I couldn't do anything about it. The social media was really hard. I was crying a lot. So um, that was tough on us. But then, you know, like everything resolved and we've been fine. Um, I mean, we've been fine. Like we're great. We have a great marriage. But like he hasn't had any issue. I think he likes me being a friend. You know, yeah. <laughs> um, we've talked about what would happen if I was to go back full time. But um, for now, we're good. We're good like this. But yeah, we're f- it hasn't been hard except for that one season. Good. And then you guys for your podcast, I mean, w- were you guys because you guys were friends, obviously, like on the show, right? Yeah. Yes. We're, we're okay. like closest to friends. Yeah. So doing the podcast was an easy thing. Just like, yeah. hey, let's just talk about talk about it all. I mean, we, um, surprisingly, I guess it, it just has been so easy. And it's just like Jackie and I just shooting the shit. I mean, I'm sure you guys feel like that too. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. And you have differences opinions too, which yeah, I think is great. We too do. different Cause we, we all don't agree, you know, right, but it's not a housewives episode. You know what I mean? Like we're not, yes. we're not gonna, you know, scream obscenities at each other and go for the jugular. We're two grown ass women who respect each other and love each other. So it's, it's an easier thing. Right. And we're talking about issues that, although there's a eight, there's an age spread. So Jackie is 47 um, and I'm 55, but the things that are coming up for us now, I think it's interesting, like her perspective at 47 versus mine. And both of us are, you know, in a place though, where, Unlike you guys, like we don't have babies. We're in a different stage of life. And so things that are really, we find interesting, you know, they resonate with both of us mm-hmm. usually. So um, we have a lot to talk about. You know, our lives are changing. I've been through some stuff that Jackie's going through now. Um, you know, so there's not there's not a shortage of topics and things that, you know, we want to sort of discuss. Would you agree, Jack? Yeah, I mean, we're we're just started and we have like it's really fun because every day we get these new ideas and we call each other and we're like, what about this? What about that? And what about this person? And so it's it's fun to have this new project in our lives that we're both so passionate about and to do it together is yeah. really great. And Jen's really smart and witty. And, you know, I wrote a parenting column for the newspaper for many, many years. So I love coming up with ideas and finding things to talk about. So it's it's in both of our wheelhouses. We're really excited. That's awesome. Well, Jed and Jackie, thank you guys so much for coming on thank Wind Down. And everyone listening, go listen to iHeartRadio's podcast, Two Jersey Jays. Thanks, thank you guys. Thank you guys. Hi, girls. Thank you're so beautiful. Thank awesome. you. Thanks, girls. Appreciate, Appreciate you.
Bye. 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 I love it when people are just open, authentic, mm-hmm. and honest about things. She's so great. She looks 12. I, I, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> I don't know what's happening in Jersey, like but everyone's in a hot tub time machine and I Benjamin know. Button 1 and 2 just came on. Yeah. Well, but, it's like they say, the housewives, you... I mean, everyone is, I feel like everyone's that way now too, but like, look at our world. Like she just said, everyone's 55 and look what they look like, you know? know? So it's like this comparison world and everybody's trying to, but they look great. But also (laughs) people I do think are just taking like better care of themselves. Like, you know, like I was talking to um, our OB actually, (laughs) deep topics with the OB, but I felt, you know, like they, they label us as geriatric when we're like 35 or older and and she was like, what's interesting to me is that like literally but like 90% of the people coming in right now, maybe that's not true, but um, she did say a lot of them were mm-hmm. older. Yeah. And I yeah. think it's just because we are like, I think we know more and we just take better care of yeah. our bodies. Yeah. And I think that we are like less likely to look older because we're all just like, I don't know, eating, nourishing, yeah. healing our minds, mm-hmm. trying yeah. to heal our hearts. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Yeah. But I like when people in that age group do podcasts because I feel like, I don't know about you guys, but I don't have like a lot of mentor yeah. people in the like 50s, mm-hmm. like late 40s, mm-hmm. 50s, even 60s. So it's like nice to me when I can tune in to somebody that's lived a little more life. Yeah, I, I want to listen to because so many of my friends have younger kids. I don't really have many mm-hmm. friends that have teenagers or like have a teenager. I think you're you starting know? to have that relationship with those two women, right? Yeah, I'm yeah. trying, you know, mm-hmm. I'm trying to like make some friendships where it's like, okay, let's talk about high school. <laughs> like, right. you know, yeah. like we got, just hit got it. Nothing and there. I, I got, you know, I, I truly don't, I'm not really friends with any of his parents for whatever reason. I don't know if, cause he's the, I don't know. I, you know, I am with the girl's parents, but not him. So yeah, so I'm trying to get those, but it'd be great to listen to stuff cause they've gone through, mm-hmm. you know, that age group and there's just so much that comes up that it's like wait I don't have anybody to talk to about that oh I'm relying on you Kat yeah mm-hmm. for fun. all the older yeah. ages fun that was a good I liked that conversation because yeah. it's like they made me want to listen to their podcast mm-hmm. too. for More sure authentic well and yeah. it's like they disagree and can disagree mm-hmm. nicely and have a conversation and right you know, we, I agree with both of them you know and it was just a really great conversation I enjoyed it well first podcast back in the new year Happy yes. New Good job, Year. ladies. This was fun. Good. And uh, we'll see you next week. See ya. Bye. Hey there, mamas. Everyone knows how it goes. You're giving it your all to breastfeed or pump for your little one. But there are times when you might need a little extra help. That's where traditional medicinals Mother's Milk comes in. Mother's Milk is an organic herbal tea blend designed to support healthy lactation for breastfeeding and pumping moms. Plus, it's caffeine-free. Learn more about Mother's Milk at traditionalmedicinals.com forward slash Mother's Milk. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This project is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. 
Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. You know, I don't even know where to start with this because... It's the comfort, it's the style, it's the whole look. That's what I love about my Tacovas. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots. And Tacovas is your stop before attending your next concert. All Tacovas boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacovas has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Shop by your local Tacovas store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's Tacovas, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and find your new favorite pair of boots today. <laughs> 